Hey guys, it's Guru Mike Panna of the Binding Warrior Podcast. Today is your Finish Strong Friday episode of the week. So uh, to end your work week on a positive note, I thought I would share um, a discussion on failure. <laughs> and I know that that's probably like the least um, positive sounding thing to talk about on a Friday morning as you want to end your work week on a positive note. But the reason why I want to talk about failure today is because I've been in a, doing a lot of reflection lately and I've realized that my life as I'm recording this is, is amazing. I'm so grateful for the way my life has turned out. I'm so grateful for my marriage. I'm so grateful for my relationship with my son and my, my, my son on the way. We're expecting a little boy in April. Um, you know, I'm thankful for my business. I'm thankful for my day job with Kickstart Kids. I'm thankful for my, um, my health and the health of my family and the protection of my family. And so there's so many great things going on in my life. And, um, I realized the reason why I'm so grateful for these things is because I, not too long ago was going through a lot of pain and a lot of suffering and a lot of struggle, a lot of fear and anxiety and uh, just a lot of frustration in my life only as a, f- a few years ago. And uh, yesterday, a big part of the reason I'm making this podcast today is because yesterday was Throwback Thursday. If you guys are social media guys like me, you probably know what that is. It's basically um, every Thursday, people on social media like to you know use the hashtag Throwback Thursday or hashtag TBT and post a picture or a video of themselves from back in the day. And uh, to kind of reminisce, and so I was looking through some of my uh, vintage stuff, you know, my old photos from a few years ago, uh, particularly the ones when I first moved here. And I remember looking at these things yesterday and thinking to myself, wow, like, man, I was not in a good place when these pictures were taken, man. <laughs> like, I was not in a happy place. I was not in a very positive place. Even though I was trying to fake it till I made it, I really sincerely was not 100% happy where my life was because I was going through so much frustration and transition at the time. And so... um looking at those pictures and looking where I'm at now, I'm more great. I'm so much more grateful for the times in my life now because I think I went through those hard times. And that's kind of what I want to talk about today is, you know, there's a country song that has a line and I'm, I'm probably butchering it as I'm driving, but, um, the bad times make the good times better. Right. And I think that's the line. I'm pretty sure that's the line. I'm not sure what song it's from. I just heard it on the radio and I like country music. If you know me, so I, I like country music. Um, but it's a great line and it's true. You know, the bad times make the good times better. And I, I've been really reflecting on how blessed I am right now in my life and how the hard times actually have bettered my life and how they've actually increased my level of joy and gratitude now. Um, and so I want to talk about that today. So just for some background and some, and some context, um, seven, eight years ago, I want to say, I moved here to Texas. I moved to Dallas-Fort Worth about uh, eight years ago. And uh, the reason I moved out here at the time was because I was dating a woman, um, my, who is now my wife. So clearly it worked out. Um, I was dating a woman long distance. I was living in New Jersey at the time where I grew up and she was living out here and we were doing the long distance thing for a while. And long story short, you know, I decided after two years of this longest thing I've had it, I just wanted to you know, be closer to her. So we decided that, you know, I, you know, and I decided that it would be best for me to move here to Dallas. And so, um, it was not an easy decision because if anyone, those of you listening to this who know me very well, my family, my friends, my longtime students, my wife, uh, I think she's listening to this too. Um, I don't like change very much. <laughs> I like predictability. By nature, I don't like spontaneity. I like things kind of being predictable. I like kind of doing the same thing. I don't ha- I don't like changing up my routine very often. I'm, I'm kind of like a creature of habit in that sense. Um, I don't like traveling. I'm a, I'm a real homebody. I don't like leaving my house, <laughs> I'm being honest. Um, and so when... Uh, I met my wife uh, for the first time. I realized that she was all the way out here in Dallas and I was living all the way out in New Jersey at the time. 
um, a lot of people were like, well, is this really going to work? Is this relationship really going to go the distance? Are you going to make it work? And all this stuff. And, you know, I realized the only way it was going to work is if both of us were on the same page and if one of us moved. And I realized that I, you know, I had a really successful business in New Jersey at the time, you know, uh, by anywhere in martial arts was just, you know, it was booming. It was taken off. And, uh, you know, I was, I had a group in Michigan. I had a group, a small group developing here in Dallas. And I was like, you know, why don't I just, why don't I just, uh, take the leap of faith and make that move? Why don't I just be a man, get out on my own and take, take, take on this adventure. And so, uh, about eight years ago, I moved, uh, with these, these really high aspirations and dreams, you know, um, I heard so much positivity about Texas and its economy and how businesses are just thriving and booming here. And, you know, being a weapons-based system and being that Texas is a, you know, a very, you know, second amendment friendly state. I thought that the martial art of Filipino martial arts, Kali Eskrima Arnese, I thought it would be a much better uh, fit here in Texas. Uh, it, that would basically be like, just, I'd be able to accomplish what I accomplished in New Jersey. And when I moved here and in the year, the, the earlier years I was here, the, the, the farthest thing happened from the, it was the farthest thing from the truth. Um, I struggled for a long time. I had a hard time recruiting students and um, I had a very hard time growing my business. Uh, there was a point where I was tapping into my savings. I was broke and um, I was not sure what was going to happen. I was, you know, I was pushing through failure constantly. And if, if you try to pursue your passion or do something that you really believe in, those of you listening to this, and it doesn't have to be a business. It doesn't have to be a martial art. It doesn't have to, it could be, you know, anything. It could be any uh, passion thing that you want to turn into a lucrative business or succeed in. Um, you're going to fail a lot. And I remember there was a season in my life for years, not just months, but for years where I was just, I felt like I was taking like five steps forward and two steps back. Like no matter how hard I worked and no matter how hard I tried, I couldn't seem to recruit students. I couldn't seem to grow my business. I couldn't seem to uh, thrive. And it was impacting my sense of self-worth. It was impacting my sense of confidence and my self-esteem. And, you know, um, there was a point in my life when, again, I got married and we had, a, we had our son. And while that was a very joyful time, challenging time in my life because of the transition, you know, uh, uh, being a dad and being married and everything like that. And a lot of you married guys with kids will know what I'm talking about. Um, I was still struggling in my business and my sense of self-worth. And I felt like I couldn't provide and for my family and I was really going through a lot of the time and I was falling into anxiety and frustration and I, I didn't know what was going on and no matter how hard I worked it seemed that the worst things got if that makes any sense um like I was always taught that hard work pays off but it, it seemed like for years hard work wasn't paying off but then I had to take a step back and there were certain events I, without going too long or too into detail with it because you know uh, I try to keep this podcast pretty short basically a few doors opened up where I realized what I'm really put on this earth to do. I used to think that martial arts was what I was meant to do, but actually it's, it's bigger than that. I realized the purpose of me teaching martial arts is to help impact people's lives. So doors started opening up. These students started coming my way that, that didn't just need self-defense training. They needed a brother. They needed a mentor. You know, um, I, I got, I landed this great day job with Kickstart Kids where you know, with a, about a, what, 150 students a day, middle school students ranging from 67 and eighth grade, um, I am truly impacting their lives. I'm able to be a positive influence in this really crazy environment that our world sees itself in. And the more I started pursuing, not my passion, but my purpose, right? Um, my life just started to get better. And here's the thing, a lot of us confuse failure. Like we, we, we tend to, 
uh, compartmentalize a lot of things in our life, but we tend to view failure as this overarching thing because, again, like I said before, we tend to put our self-worth in our profession. We tend to put our self-worth in our bank accounts or our financial and monetary success. And I'm telling you from personal experience, that's, that's a really bad idea. That's a really bad idea because if you go through hard times as any business owner will, especially for those of you struggling right now, I know in California, they just started their shutdown. I know in New Jersey, there's businesses trying to stay afloat. I know this, this is common all over the country. Um, if you put your self-worth and your, your sense of purpose and value in how successful your business is, you are going to end up for a bad ride. You're going to end up in a position of frustration and it doesn't have to be a business. If you put your value in your martial arts fighting ability, your fighting skill, your teaching ability, that is also going to impact you in a negative way if something occurs along the line where you cannot in fact train or, or teach the way you want to. Like for instance, again, I was trying to get students and I, I, it just wasn't happening. It was like trying to squeeze blood from a stone. I just could not figure out for the life of me why it wasn't happening. And so again, when certain doors open, and again, these doors open, I believe these doors open due to faith. Um, and I'm not talking just religious faith, although that's where I'm, I'm kind of thinking of uh, as I say that, but I'm speaking of faith in terms of just trusting the process, right? Trusting that there's a bigger plan. And a lot of us get caught up in what's right in front of us, but we don't realize that there's an eternal perspective, which I believe that is that of God. And his perspective is way more superior than ours. And we tend to get caught up in our own perspective so much, especially when it comes to failure, that we don't see that there's a bigger roadmap laid out in front of us. We only see the failure in front of us. And so it's important that we view failure not as this overarching, oh, I'm a failure in my business, so therefore I'm a failure in everything in my life, because that was the mistake that I made. I realized that failure, like anything else, is kind of compartmentalized. You know, if you fail in your business, you just failed in your business. It doesn't mean that you're a failure as a human being, and that was the mistake that I was making. I was connecting it to all these different personalities in my life, the husband personality, the, 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 the father personality, the brother, the son, the friend, the teacher. Like, I was connecting all these things, and as a result, I couldn't keep anything afloat. But when I realized what my purpose truly was, which is to help people, which is to inspire people, uh, using martial arts typically, and then resources, of course, like this podcast. Um, I realized that, you know, I have so much to be grateful for. And then once I started getting into that zone, frankly, everything started opening up for me. Um, my marriage got better. My relationship with my son was better. I was home more. Um, you know, my, my teaching abilities, my, my knowledge, even my fighting skill improved. I can't explain it, <laughs> but when I finally started living a life of positivity and faith and joy and gratitude and service, servant leadership, as opposed to, I just got to get this business going. I just got to get my fighting skill up. I just got to make it to this event. I got to do this stuff. Once I started focusing more on my sense of purpose um, and my sense of duty and what I'm put on this earth to do and approaching that from a sense of gratitude and positivity and faith, man, everything in my life became better. And so... From there, I realized that these failures, these these struggles that I was going through, man, they were just setting me up for something better. And so if you're in a season right now, maybe you're listening to this right now and you're in a season, especially in 2020, maybe you lost your business or maybe you're struggling. You know, maybe you're, you failed at some point. Maybe your marriage fell apart. Maybe, you know, whatever. I, I know what that's like. I know what it's like to over be in a situation where you think it can't get better, that your uh, your losing streak is greater and it's more apparent to you than your winning streak, right? 
And I want to remind you that you're not alone in this. In fact, Michael Jordan had a, has a great quote, the legendary Michael Jordan. I'm not a basketball player, right? Uh, I, anyone who knows me knows I, I don't play basketball. I'm probably like the only Filipino that doesn't play basketball. <laughs> but uh, Michael Jordan had this great quote and when he pointed out that he's actually lost more games than he's won. He's actually lost more games than he's won. I believe that was one of his famous quotes. And, um, but it's overall how he approached the game. It's the fact that he never quit. It's the fact that he won the right games, right? And so even if you're listening to this and you're in a position of, you know, man, I just failed over and over and over and over again, you just have to have faith that one, that this is simply just part of the process, right? Like when you fail, that's not the end of the story, right? That's not the end, right? Um, if anything, it's the apex of the story. If you look at the plot summary, like I, when I, was, I remember being in high school and learning um, the, the structure of a story arc or a plot, right? The conflict, right? The struggle, right? Is usually the peak point of the story. Right now, you are in your, the, the peak part of your, your, your story. You may be failing and you may be struggling and you might be frustrated. And you're wondering, why is nothing working out for me? No matter what I do, nothing seems to be working out. And I'm here to tell you, as a person who's gone through it and the, as a person who's overcome it and who's in a place of joy and peace and gratitude and faith and really just really loving my life, like, and I mean that sincerely, I'm really in a great place in all, pretty much every area of my life. Um, I want you to know that if you stick it out and if you have fortitude, you're going to be so grateful that you went through those things. A lot of people, again, when they look at failure, they, they view it as the, uh, the end of the road that they should quit. And if they fail, you know, dozens upon dozens, if not hundreds upon thousands of times, that, that something else might be better for them. I'm letting you know as a guy who has had his losing streak, <laughs> that the losing streak does not mean you're a loser. It doesn't mean you're destined for failure. And again, it's important to one, compartmentalize that failure, right? Like if you're struggling in your business or in your fitness or your marriage, it doesn't make you a failure of a human being. It just means you failed in those areas. It, and what's good about it is that it also means that you've learned and now you can make those areas better. I'm a much better teacher, martial artist, fighter, and business owner, husband, and father now than I was five years ago because of the mistakes that I made, because of the struggles I went through, because of the pain I went through. And so when it comes to failure, one, we got to compartmentalize it. We can't draw this overarching thing just because one, I, you know, I, I failed in this one area or two areas or even three areas in my life that I'm a failure. That's not how it works guys. All right. The second thing you need to realize is that after compartmentalizing and recognizing, okay, where does this fit? What's the context of this failure? Just take a step forward. Right. Um, now how do we develop that kind of resilience? Cause like a lot of people, again, when they hit that rock bottom moment, which I've had, right. Um, they just, they, they tend to just kind of stop and shut down. That's not a point to quit. That's actually a point to keep going, right? And a great way to develop this, and I've said it in the past, I'll say it again, is your fitness, right? Um, I credit a lot of my resilience and my grit, I guess you could say. I'm not saying anything to brag. I mean, I just, I, frankly, I'm just a gritty person. I just don't stop. I don't quit. A big part of that element is from my fitness training. Um, I remember when I would learn how to run. Like, I hate running. I'm a pretty big guy, and I don't like running. I'm not a fan. Um, like most people are, um, they don't like running, <laughs> but I remember I would set out to like run a certain distance or a certain amount of miles. And, you know, I remember trying to run like four miles, right. And, uh, which is not a terribly long distance, but it's a pretty significant distance, right. Business, uh, distance rather. And I remember 
um, running this particular distance. And I think around like the, the second, the middle of it, maybe like two and a half miles in, I'm just like, man, I can't do anymore. But I just said to myself, can I just go up to that lamppost? So I look at a lamppost up in the distance. Can I get to that lamppost? And once I get to that lamppost, can I get to the corner of the street? And if I get to that corner of the street, can I get to the next corner? Can I turn the corner? The next? Like, I just got to take small distances, right? Get to that distance in the 10 feet in front of me, 20 feet in front of me. Can I make it there? And then get to the next one and the next one. And before I knew it, I got to four miles. And I don't say that to brag, I say that because fitness is one of the easiest ways, it's like the low hanging fruit in my opinion, to develop fortitude, to develop toughness and grit because it forces you, if you could push your body to, to its limit and keep going a little bit further, you're teaching your mind and your soul to do the exact same thing. Again, um, as Father Mike Schmidt says, nothing is neutral to the soul. If you can toughen your will and your fortitude through physical pain, through exercise and training, um, man, I'm telling you, it really pays off dividends when you're actually going through a struggle in your life. All right. So again, when you experience a failure, guys, I'm just here to tell you as a guy who's been through it, as I near the end of this podcast, um, it's not the end for you. It's just the beginning for you. You're in the middle. You are at the, the peak of your story right now. And it's important for you to recognize that no matter what you're going through right now, no matter what, where, where you fail, I don't care if it's your business, I don't care if it's your marriage, I don't care what it, whatever it is. Okay, whatever you seem to have failed this year in 2020. If you just have faith and you compartmentalize the failure that you have and recognize it for what it is, right? And then push through it and decide, make a decision that you are not going to quit and that you are not going to give up and that you are not going to stop and that you're going to take little steps every day to keep pushing through it. Little steps then you're going to make it on the other side, right? And again, I've been there. I know what that's like. I know what it's like to feel like there is no more hope. I know what it's like to feel like you can't get past it. But I'm here to tell you that you are meant for greater things and that this part of your story that you're going through right now is going to be something that if you push through it, if you have faith in God, if you have faith in the process, if you have faith in yourself, if you work hard, you push through it and you just take a little step every day toward where you want to be, you're going to be grateful for the time that, you, that you're going through right now. All right. So I really hope this podcast inspired you guys. Have a blessed weekend. Take care. God bless and be the hero in your life.